With festival and event season fast approaching, you and your product deserve to be the center of attention. With a unique mobile event trailer from Brant Mobile Rentals, you can leave your 10x10 pop-up tent packed out. The trailer features two serving windows, multiple size fridges, and four taps for kegs on board, just to name a few features. And a non-branded trailer allows you to add your own personal touch. Visit BrantMobileRentals.ca or reach out for more information via email to info at BrantMobileRentals.ca or on their Instagram at BrantMobileRentals. Welcome to Season 3 of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs Podcast. I'm Brett. If you're new to the podcast, we are three friends and a producer who like to showcase craft breweries and their beers. Also, we like to end every episode with a short conversation on a variety of different topics. If you're not new to the podcast, well, you know what to expect. The three connoisseurs haven't changed, and the producers are always a wild card. Whether you're new or returning, please feel free to listen to all of our previous content. And remember to follow us on Instagram at craftbeercons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at craftbeerconnoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Now, for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Brett. I'm Chris. And I'm Tyler, listed as Brett in the script notes. <laughs> Along with us today is Producer Cruz. Which I believe you just heard his laughter, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's Producer that's Cruz. It's going to be, an, maybe Cruz will talk. Maybe. That's as close as we're going to get. First producer talking on an episode. Jeez, you can't keep him quiet. Well, we'll find out. But in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing Stray Dog Brewing Company out of Orleans, Ontario, in the Ottawa area. Very nice. We're going to be having two beers that Cruz is going to enjoy, hopefully both of them. The first is Shag and Wagon. Oh, he'll like that. <laughs> Which is a New England IPA. And the second one is one of their newest actual releases called Liquidation. Which is a West Coast IPA. So that is a New England and a West Coast IPA. Love it. Yes. Thank you for that information. And to finish off the episode, we're going to be discussing dogs. And we're back. Look at us. Stray Dog is located at at 501. Yeah, right? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. Here we are. Stray Dog is located at 501 La Callway, Unit 4 in Orleans, uh, located right off the Queensway. It's an industrial plaza and just a one-minute biker car ride or a four-minute walk from Broadhead. Just did so you, you, could, did you Google map that out? Actually, I did. Nice. Or did you actually do that yourself? No, no. I have not been to Orleans or Broadhead. What's the Uber cost on that? Ooh, probably like $4. Okay. It's interesting you got to pay the fee and then probably like 50 yeah. cents after that. No, right? for sure. It's interesting that the bike and car ride is the exact same time. Yeah. Must be biking really quickly. No, it's probably just a pathway. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little direct off, shot. Off the road, yeah. yeah. I don't know what the flight distance would be. You need, <laughs> you're going to need a BMX bike, though, if you're... Right, li- if you're yeah, off, little mountain road. biking. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so Stray Dog opened their doors with a soft opening in July of 2017, and then again, a grand opening in September of 2017. There you go. There you go. So Stray Dog is owned by the team of Justin McNeil and Mark Plant, who started out as home brewers. Never seen that before. That's, that's new. Not that's once. Yeah. First, first one. First one. Yeah. Uh, so they connected through a fraternity of other local Zimmergy enthusiasts. I don't know mm. if I'm saying that properly, but Zimmergy is the study of the biochemical process of fermentation and its practical uses. So obviously fermentation is involved in brewing beer. So that's oh. definitely okay. a practical science. use. Yeah, uh, science. I thought I'd say Zimmergy or Zimmergy. What do you uh, think? I don't know. Tomato, tomato, right? Apparently. Yeah. Uh, so Is that back-to-back tomatoes, tomatoes? I think so. Goodness gracious. How about potato, potato? That's better. There you go. Throw a little variance in there. So through some convincing from family and friends, along with some pretty high rankings from certified beer judges in both national and local competitions, Stray Dog became a reality. Nice. So Stray Dog, through their beers, represents the spirit of adventure and courage ability for freedom to do what is right and taking the risk to do something outside of your comfort zone so we always say this guys don't we always say <laughs> always. this? always we always, always we always say the, the best opportunity of growth is doing something outside of your comfort zone right we always say yep. that even if it means leaving the security that the current life has to offer and i think that's nice 
just because your comfort is is what you're in now doesn't mean it has to be that way. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, leaving it behind is is nice. Yeah. yeah. And just, I don't know exactly know what uh, Mark and Justin did as their day jobs before this, but uh, you know, they took the risk, right? And it looks like it's paying off. They've been open for what, almost six years now. Yeah. Yeah. So and that, that's what I was going to say is you got to be willing to take that risk. Got to um, risk it for yeah. the biscuit. There it is. They went all in. Get a Winnebago. Head out. Start your own podcast. Did you say Winnebago? Yeah. <laughs> we also say Winter Bagel too. It's a, thing it's a we, bagel in the winter it's a, time. It's a thing we do. You wouldn't understand. No, I, I'm I'm not down with that. <sighs> All right, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the brewery. Yeah. So the inside of the beer, it's the actual beer itself, uh, not just the story behind the beer, is all natural, punchy, but accessible, brewed the way that they like it. That is fresh, uncompromising, and palate awakening. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's a good usage of wording, I think. <laughs> usage of wording. It <laughs> is good. That is <laughs> not a good usage of wording. <laughs> the wording usage is goodest. <laughs> <laughs> well, inside the tap room, once you get in there, of course, as you would expect, pet friendly, right? Uh, I All pets, maybe, or maybe just dogs. Has anybody know. been there before? No. no. I've not. It did drive past it, though. Oh, okay. okay. On the way Don't home. Leave me here. Well, it was also 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. We passed it when we were coming home from Broken Stick. Yeah. Right, oh. at least. Well, I, don't you know, you guys, I don't know what you guys, yeah, guys you took You're looking home, around like we took a cruise. I don't, think, cruise. I don't think we took that Sunday, route. No, um, you're on your own, bro. Well, it's 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. I don't think anybody was stopping in for beer at that time. I mean, we'll get to their hours, but I would be shocked if they were open. They're not. Yeah, there you go. Spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, so once you get into the brewery, so this is all based on photos that we're taking a look at here. Uh, you're greeted with a large wood wall and wood bar. Uh, there's a you know chalkboard listing of the full-time beers along with the seasonals close by, as you would expect in a craft brewery. Mm-hmm. Then as you make your way to the seating area with, you know, once you've got your pint or two or flight, uh, you're greeted by a very close-up view of the brewing area itself. And it looks like some... Pink and blue lighting. Yeah. There also could be different colors of lighting. I don't know if it's just pink and blue yeah, the whole time. Right. Like, like, a, like it cycles through different colors? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably some light strips in there or something. Yeah. It or is like nice. depending, depending on the brew they make that day, potentially, it's, that's how the lighting's set. Or the mood, maybe. Like if they're making an amber beer that day, the lighting's amber. Set the mood for the beer making. Wow, maybe. Um, yeah. <laughs> That'll tie in with the shagging wagon, I think. Yeah, possibly. Maybe it's just always red light district in there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The, the thing is, is like looking at the exterior portion of this building, is it's not something you can easily miss. Like it looks pretty large and in charge. It right? looks really tall. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like at least two, two and a half stories, maybe. Very and, high ceilings. And I would think that this would actually be pretty like conducive for the brewing equipment and the installation of it because you're dealing with high ceilings. You're not, not dealing with like trying to like navigate some kind of like the complexities of, of that smaller space. So, But uh, a nice exterior, like pretty modern. It looks like they've put a lot of work into the, the front of the building as well as the inside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a very nice looking, looking place. I think next time we go bottle away, this is going to be one of the main stops for us. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Just not at 8 a.m. on a Sunday. Yeah, we got to plan accurate. that better. We should. Okay. <laughs> so, speaking of the space, um, it actually does provide like a, a concert series, giving local artists a chance to play live music on selected weekend dates. Um, this space looks like it could, you know, rock the house. Yeah, I wonder what the acoustics are like. Probably pretty good. Yeah. I would think so. I would think so, too. All right. Maybe we should go find out. <laughs> There what a go. segue. Good job. <laughs> so on Untapped, they have created 92 beers uh, with an average rating of 3.82 out of 5. That's, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty pretty. Yeah. Uh, over 26,000 check-ins. So also most, quite a bit. Yeah. So most of their highest rated beers have been their New England IPAs or double IPAs. <laughs> well, we're in luck. We're yes. having a New England IPA today. Yes. In terms of our check-ins, um, I am leading the way. So Tyler uh, won last episode. I will win this one. I've had one. <laughs> So it doesn't take much. <laughs> doesn't take much. And uh, I actually, uh, I had the Shaggin' Wagon uh, back in 2021 when I did a trip to uh, Ottawa um, at the craft beer market. Now, everybody else has had zero, obviously. I'm not going to give away my wet rating. My waiting? <laughs> my waiting. Yeah, my we'll rating. be waiting for that waiting. <laughs> yeah, my tail is just a wagon trying to give out that rating. It's true. But uh, I'm not going to give my rating yet. I'll right. save that for the uh, beer when we have it. And we'll see if it changes. Exactly, right? yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, none of us obviously have had any uh, from from Stray Dog, so it'll be nice to to have our first ones. I love these episodes. 
Yeah, it is pretty good. I do. Yeah. Uh, so their core beers include, so if you do make it up to the brewery, Shag and Wagon, of course. Uh, this one, which is a California Common, uh, and Anytime, which is a pale ale. And they do have some seasonals on their website. So as of the time that we're recording the episode, they have liquidation. Oh, I which, hope to have that one today. Yeah, I know. I'd like to get my hands on that. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's, it's a West Coast IPA. Okay. Uh, they also have London Calling, which is a ESB. Uh, Gian Dark, which is an oatmeal stout. Jagged Little Pilsner, which is a Czech Pils. And Northern Light, which is a light lager. Yeah. So pretty good uh, names as well, yes. I'd say. Yes, yeah. so definitely very creative in terms of uh, names. Uh, some of the names uh, that they did have for other beers, I might have had to leave out of the script just because of the PG rating, I believe we have for this. Right? Oh, a little okay. PG-13 maybe on those names? Yes. Or, yeah. 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 We should have dropped those in a producer special where we have no rating at all. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I will get them up for you, and then we'll drop them, all of them in the producer special. There you go. We'll have to check with Cruz on that one. Um, he says it's good. All right. <laughs> He's wagging his tail like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Give him a treat. Um, so delivery, free delivery within the Ottawa area, uh, Rockland to Stittsville, and $15 Ontario wide shipping. So that's actually not too bad. Yeah, yeah it's reasonable. Yeah. Especially from Ottawa. Wait. Sure. Okay. Hours at the tap room, Monday to Tuesday, 12 to 7, Wednesday to Friday, 12 to 9, Saturday, 11 to 8. Sunday, they're not open at 8, nope. but they are open at noon to 6. Love to see it seven days a week. It's yeah. true. Yes, love me a brewery that's open seven days a week. They Absolutely. should make a beer called Seven Days a Week. They should. That might be any time. Oh, true. Yeah, there you go. Maybe they did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So as always, we're going to link to their information on our social media, and we're going to stroll on to beer number one. A big thank you and shout out to Mark from Stray Dog for providing the beers on today's episode. Yes, thank you. A little bit of a delay, but Yes, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. The first beer is Shag and Wagon, which is a New England IPA. Uh, now, it is not to be mistaken for my first vehicle I drove around regularly, a 2007 Saturn Relay van with over 400,000 kilometers on it, because that is the definitive definition of a Shag and Wagon. Really? Yes. Okay. Can you elaborate on that? Ah, we'll get into that. What got road more? <laughs> I'll ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> said PG-13, Ner- right? Nervous yeah. laughter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, the beer has 6.4% APV and 55 IBUs. Hey, listen, Brett. You can't put that in there and then expect not hey, to get follow-up questions. Let me tell questions. you. Producer. Cruz. Cruz. Yeah, and go. Tyler have both, were both in the shagging wagon. Back in the day. <laughs> Together? Uh, it's not what you think. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've been Let's tr- just say tr- the, wi- the windows didn't work. Okay. Uh, Tyler had to fix a couple tires. Yes. Uh, there was a tire in the back. Even didn't even use that. There was a tire in the back. Yeah. Um, but what makes it the shagging wagon? <laughs> so a shagging wagon, in my definitive definition again, is kind of like a vehicle that has had a lot of mileage on it and has a few things wrong with it. Oh. Right? Hopefully the beer isn't that way. No, uh, right? I, I wouldn't necessarily say that's the definition of a shagging or, wagon. Or or the dumb and dumber vehicle. Let's just say a shagging wagon is where you just wag your tail, okay? Uh, Everybody was wagging when they went in there. It's where good boys go. <laughs> what a treat. <laughs> so the shagging wagon, not only is that, but it's actually a 2018 OBA bronze medal winner and a 2019 big Hoppa award winner. There you go. Now... You know, that is, uh, it's a hazy IPA bursting in tropical notes of pineapple. So that's, that's what we're hoping to get out of this. Tangerine and apricot is also a piece of it. There it is. Okay. So we'll see which one of those three kind of fruits hopefully comes to the forefront. If not, maybe they're going to be all balanced and we'll see what that comes. Uh, it looks like. Now, bitterness takes a backseat with a hot flavor and aroma very noticeable, so they say, and a heavy dose of oats and wheat contribute to a soft, creamy mouthfeel. Um, hopefully, when we pour this, we'll kind of see some of that creaminess in it. Yeah. Um, this beer is one of the best to have on a road trip uh, sing-alongs. Yes. And there's a reason for that, probably. I don't know. Is there? Well, you know, let's just skip to that. Brett, why don't you go ahead and tell us what the can looks like? So, the can, I think I'm going to touch on this a minute ago, literally has the van from the first Dumb and Dumber movie. Mock! Ing! Bird. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why this beer might actually be one of the best to have on a road trip during sing-alongs. Yes. I think I need to I don't think any of you put that together, but that's where we're going with it. Yeah, no. No, it's... Thank it's, you for tying that together. It's yeah, a good, I think... Thank you for putting the leash on to that. Producer Cruz was absolutely confused of where I was going. Like, I left the driveway on this, you know, uh, road trip, and he, he was still stuck in the driveway. He was still packing. He was still packing. He was like, <laughs> look at me, like, what are you... Where's this going? <laughs> well, on Instagram, you can always follow us at Craft Beer Cons and on Untapped at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Now, this shaggin' wagon is rated 3.9 out of 5, so pretty good rating, with over 2,700 check-ins. And there are 59 5 out of 5s. There you go. All right. We're back to cans. We still have glasses. Different glasses. Well, we'll get there in a second. Let's grab them both and let's open her up. (sighs) Very nice, very nice. Now, we've got big cans. Yes, they are big cans. They are the 473 milliliters. And we are drinking this out of a IPA glass today. So make sure to use your proper glassware. Very nice, very nice. I will say my best uh, quote from Dumb and Dumber is when Jim Carrey walks out of the convenience store, 7-Eleven, and there's two people saying, uh, having big gulps. And he's like, big gulps, huh? And like, yeah. And then like an awkward 30 seconds, like, well, have a nice day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why is that your 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 best quote? <laughs> because that's something I would probably do. <laughs> <laughs> Just carry on. I, I can totally see that happen. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do you guys uh, What do you guys see? What do you guys smell? Well, it looks like a definitely a hazy IPA. Um, kind of, you know, peachish apricot color, kind of. Two for two episodes, yeah. back to back. You're just you're slamming your mic. I'm so used to playing the game Buffalo and having beers on my left hand. I should probably just have it in my right hand. Yeah, maybe. That's it. Uh, avoid the mic that way. Yeah, true. Um, the smell. A lot of aromas coming out of this. This is nice. I, I like the smell of it. Yeah, I think that's stone fruit. I think they mentioned apricot specifically, but yeah, that's definitely coming off on the nose. That, that, that smells lovely. Yeah, lot of, it lo- does smell lovely. A lot of la nana of that. Yes, la nana. Thank you en français. Or merci en français, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bilingual, this guy's Well, great. I mean, Orleans. It's yeah. <laughs> right, right on the board. No, that's yeah, what I mean. Totally. It's, like the, it's, it's got some pineapple on the nose for me, at least. Um, obviously, you're going to get some of that stone fruit and a little bit of maybe of a grapefruit citrus. We'll see. No, I'm excited for this one. Me too. Well, I mean, look at their average rating of all their beers, right? It's just, yeah. obviously, they produce some good stuff. I yeah. think maybe... You know, I mean, we'll we'll see after we taste it. But like, I would say they're probably kind of like a hidden gem. Like they've got some some really good good numbers. But yeah. we don't like we haven't really had many of their beers, right? No, seriously. But I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna literally. have the first one now. Yeah, if, let's, you don't, if you don't mind, let's have our first sip of. I'm gonna have the Shaggin' Wagon again for the first time in like two years. Let's do that. This guy just can't get away from the Shaggin' Wagon. You know, keeps trying to run away and it keeps pulling him back. Yeah, I guess mean, good memories. Once you start, you can't stop. That's what they say. What do you guys think? That is um, a lovely prototypical hazy New England IPA that I would absolutely have more of. Yeah, that's nice. Um, a little bit of bitterness on on the back end, but yeah, um, a little, little bit, but but yes, definitely getting those fruit flavors that we are expecting and that were described to us. It's um, dare I say refreshing? No, you don't have to dare to say it. You can just say refreshing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, refreshing. Yeah, I. I Agree with you. That's yeah. why I don't dare to say it. Yeah. Okay. You've said that twice now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. I did the math. Yes, I know. It is. Uh, it's refreshing. I, I find it um, very refreshing. No, <laughs> e- easy to drink. Right. It, it, it is, but it, it also finishes very quickly. It's a little dry, and then it kind of takes you into the place where you're like, oh, I because it's so dry. I need to have another sip to kind of you know keep that palate. Yeah, and I think that we have a little bit of the creaminess that's kind of mentioned in there. Yeah. Um, I almost think as it's like refreshing, is this could have went a completely different way. Like this could be a very nice kind of base beer for almost making it more like a like a pina colada. Yeah. Like I feel mm. like you're like you're on this precipice of like if you just put in coconut into this and then up a little bit of that pineapple flavor a little bit more that the creaminess is already there so it lends nicely is like this this could be um a base beer for another kind of iteration yep 
And yeah. they said it kind of how their beers um, operate around palate awakening, mm-hmm. right? This is definitely one that definitely awakens the palate uh, because it's a very, very good tasting beer. Yeah, and there's a lot to it, right? It's yes. not that it's just a basic kind of IPA. This is very, I'm not going to say complex, but it's very, you know, there's a lot of things going on in there. A lot of good things going on. Yes, good yeah. things for sure. Yeah. And it all works together. It does. Yeah, I'm excited for everybody's reviews on this and, and the untapped ones when we get there. But uh, maybe let's do the uh, top five. I'll yeah. start that up. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go for it. Um, I feel like we're going to have a lot of consensus on this one, which is scary. Um, number one, juicy. Yep. Yeah, it is juicy for sure. Uh, producer Cruz in agreement. Number two, tropical. Yep. Yeah, it cu- it comes off tropical for sure. Yeah, and I've mentioned this before. Is like I don't want like one or two fruits just to kind of be like, oh, it's tropical, right? Like this, there's mm-hmm. there's different fruit variations in this. Uh, three, bit of a cup out. Uh, citrus. Yeah, I think I maybe replace that one with something else, but uh, and I think producer Cruz and I agree on that one. But yeah, I don't think citrus mean? would be because this is the first fruit that's popping up right on the top five. Yeah. I wouldn't put it as the first kind of fruit. Right. Right. Yeah. Number four is pineapple. That would slot the number three for me. Yeah, me too. Sure. Uh, number five, uh, I believe you mentioned it, Chris. Dry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and and not in a bad way, right? Like, no, no. Dry no, can no. be bad, but this is definitely not bad. White could be bad too. What could be bad? I said white could be bad, bad too. Wet? Yeah. White yeah. Could, white it could, could be. be. Yeah. It could be. Uh, producer Cruz and myself all think that maybe creamy should be kind of thrown in that top five as well. Uh, Producer Cruz says maybe a little bit of apricot. Maybe that's where the bitterness is coming from. Uh, I would say apricot, yes. Um, creamy, instead of that, I might even go with like mouthfeel. I yeah. know that that's yeah. a... Either one. It, it's not really a, a flavor profile, but like it's a characteristic of the beer, yeah. right? Nope. Yeah. I, I agree with that. So in terms of what other people think, uh, Tyler, uh, I'm going to segue you to the very first one that you're going to read. Thank you so much, Brett. You're welcome. Uh, number one is Timothy S. Handle Timothy4744. On March 5th, only a 3.9 global rating? Question mark. I don't think Canadians are into New England hazies. Um, okay. He's an American from New Jersey. Uh, this is really good. Sat next to the brewer, and he was happy to tell me uh, it was extremely heavy in Citra. Mm. That's why I love it. Nice orange aroma. Timothy gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I disagree with the New England hazies not being like I feel as though many Canadians are interested in New England hazies. I think the haze craze is gone from Canada to the U.S. Like, I think it's, I think we're on par. There's There's a lot of breweries, especially in Ontario, who do almost, not exclusively, but... Almost, Their you staples know, are seventy-five percent yeah. like sure. hazy IPAs. Yeah. So, but I mean, from New Jersey. So, yeah, I mean, right. I, I don't know how many other breweries in Ontario or in Canada Timothy has gone to, but if this is his only brewery, then I don't know that that's necessarily fair to say. Yeah. So the next one comes from Audrey O. Um, I don't know anyone named Audrey O. Uh, Awaya is the handle. I believe it's. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably more accurate, actually. Oh, there you go. Uh, on March 4th said, this is a cheeky and cheery hazy IPA, which is perfect for a snowy day. And Audrey gave it a four out of five. I think this beer is probably perfect for any day. If it was snowy, rainy, sunny, any day. Hot, really. Hot cold, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what I would go. Tyler. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see. Producer Cruz. Um, did not complete the grade five all the right type, apparently. There we go. Uh, right. He has been struggling through this. But anyway, Tyler, please give your rating. Yeah, so I'll get it uh, started here. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four. A nice, solid beer, good flavor profiles, um, good creaminess, and the fruit comes through. Yeah, I was hovering, like, I guess, in between kind of four and 4.25. So I'm going to go a little bit up to uh, 4.25. That's so cute. So yeah. when I had this uh, beer uh, on tap at the Craft Beer Market, I gave it a 4.25, and I'm going to stick exactly with that. Uh, Producer Cruz is also going to stick with Chris and myself in terms of the rating, and also give it a 4.25. All right. So three 4.25s and my lonely four. That's going to give us a team overall of 4.1875, which we should probably round up because you three supersede me. 
This yeah. is very accurate. We Sorry about do. that, Tyler. Hey, you know what? I think it's a great beer. It's yeah, it beer. is. I think we we're all kind of hovering between that four four two five area, anyway. So yeah, I think four two five overall yeah. accurately represents I think us. So, too. so that's awesome. All right, so we're going to try the second beer now from Stray Dog. All right, we're back, and the second beer we're gonna have today is called Liquidation. Let's get rid of it as fast as we can. Let's liquidate it in mass amounts. Turn it into cash. Offload. Money. <laughs> cash. Could we pawn it? Money. Perhaps. Yeah. Let's pawn yeah. it. We could do whatever we do want. Do a garage sale. <laughs> Put it on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. So this beer is a modern West Coast IPA. So it comes in at 6.6 ABV and unlisted IBUs. I hope you tell me what a modern West Coast IPA is later on. Maybe. It was in their Instagram description, so that's... Stay Tuned. For do, this you think, do you think producer Cruz is going to be on that? He's Probably not. The, the intel and the modern hey, West Coast IPA? I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Producer Cruz is currently liquidating his assets. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, for this beer, it is listed as having a balanced bitterness with big waves of intoxicating ar- aromatics, flavor, and a dry, snappy finish with notes of stone fruit, citrus peel, and berries. This is a thirst quencher that is both light in body and color, but the brightness of the hop saturation can compare to a hazy. Cool. Very good. On Untapped, Liquidation has an average rating of 4.24 with 16 check-ins. Now, that's only at the time of this recording. There might be some more. Great rating, though. Right? Exactly. So I'm pretty excited for this beer. All right. So let's grab our can. Do do you want to say what Cruz said? I don't want to do that right now. He's going to do it after because he's so excited for this beer that he wants to open it up. I think that is great filler for when we're... uh, Taking a drink. I like your th- your uh, thinking. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, can we just open the damn can? Let's grab our cans. Let's grab our glass and let's open her up. All right, Chris, what are we drinking this out of? Well, just like our first beer, Shagamigan, uh, we are drinking this out of an IPA glass. So make sure to use your proper glassware. That is modern. Yes, a modern IPA glass. Very good. Very good. All right, what do you guys see? This is strange. This is almost modern. It, honestly, and I think uh, producer Cruz is kind of saying the same thing, that it almost looks like a lager. An apple juice? An apple juice. An apple juice. Oh. I poured mine with uh, <laughs> a, little, uh, a lot of head. A lot of vigor yes. there, right? Eh? Yeah. Um, but yes, this is like crystal clear. You can see right through it, mm-hmm. which is... When you see West Coast IPA, that is not what you think. Yeah, you think more of like a copper color, right? Yeah, definitely. But, so this is very, very interesting to me. It is. It's almost as interesting as a description for modern IPAs. Please, enlighten let me, me. Let me circle back before we kind of get into a little bit more. Um, modern IPAs are characterized by their intense hop flavor and aroma, which are you guys picking up on the nose? Because I am picking a lot up on the nose. Yeah. Um, they're often brewed with a variety of hops, which gives you know the beer complex flavors and aromas. Uh, the malt flavor is also more pronounced in modern IPAs compared to the older style of IPAs. Okay. Okay. All right. So, what do you guys uh, what do you guys smell? Is there anything that you're picking up on the schnoz? I'm getting a lot of the. I think it's the malt. Like it's very. Maybe it's not the malt. Maybe it's the yeast. It, it It's like bready or yeasty. That, that's kind of what's coming through on the nose. Right. And so I just want to go back to this. It's like this is listed, right? Like it's got stone fruit, citrus peel, and berries. Right. I'm not... Maybe the berries kind of later on in the in my mm-hmm. in my smell of it, but citrus peel for sure. I'm picking up some well, citrus peel. Well, right? that's like, the taste... Yeah, but I, on but the nose, that's what I'm getting on the nose. Is I'm oh, getting, get, okay. I'm getting like a, a citrus, like kind of like the the zest, right? Yes, a little I bit. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, like an orange zest, uh, a little bit from it on the on the nose is kind of what I'm smelling. So it's definitely a, a telling a lot of stories on the, on the scent, if you will. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, I like it. I love I love the smell of it. Maybe because I poured with way too much head, it's not. You're it's, not getting. It, it's kind of disrupting the actual aromas. Yeah, kind of come back. Do you want to smell mine? No, it's okay. You sure? You smell mine. It's closer. Yeah. You smell his? Smell sure. his. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. Dip your nose into that. Yeah. Yeah. Call that the shagging wagon. Pass that off. Oh, yeah. I actually do get more of that, uh, um, you know, kind of 
not not the breadiness flavor or right. aroma that right. I'm, that and I'm so getting. that's part of it. I think this is actually good because that fluffy white head that you have on yours might be subduing some of those aromas because it's it's being caught up in yeah. the head itself. It's a barrier. Aren't and you, it, it's hanging around for a long time. It is. Aren't you glad that you did that now? I'm very happy. Oh wow. Very happy. <laughs> good for <laughs> you. There you go. All right. Uh let's drink it. Good. Let's get that's in what I'm here bit. for. You tell us what it tastes like because you got a little bit more head on yours. So I might uh might have a little bit of a different uh, profile. Well, if you were to look at this beer, you'd be like, hmm, that is a not taste like what it's supposed to look like. But you taste it, and it tastes exactly like what it's supposed to be, which is a West Coast IPA, in my opinion. You know what this is like, and not in the actual flavor profile, but kind of, you know, going off what you just said, Brett, is a... Uh, a white stout, right? Where it's like the deceivingness of it. Yes, yeah. where oh, it, okay, it yeah. doesn't. Yeah, no, it doesn't taste like a white, <laughs> yeah, white stout. Yeah. No, no, I was no. Like, where are you going with this? Please, I know what you're saying. Say. I know what you're so saying. it's like when you have a white stout, you look at it and you're like, okay, I, I think I know what that's going to taste like. And then you taste it, and it's like, oh, that tastes like a stout. That's weird. Whereas this, it looks like it is going to taste like a lager, and then you taste it, and no, it tastes like a West Coast IPA. You might even be able to put a white stout up against beside this thing. And you might not know what the white oh, stone is. Oh, in color. And yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm right. thinking that they liquidated all the color of a West Coast IPA, and this is what we have. Yeah. Maybe. The color, not the actual flavors, because the flavor of this beer is actually quite tasty. I do feel that this is a little bit lighter than a, a traditional West Coast. Like, it's not as it tiny. Is. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think this is a little bit more fruit-forward than the pineiness. Thoughts? Yes. No, I... I Totally agree with you. Agree, and it's yeah. not overly bitter, right? Where yeah. you know, with West Coast, sometimes you get up into the you know seventies and eighties on the IBU scale, mm-hmm. and this is not there. This it would be a beer that I think I would um, have two or three of in one sitting. Yeah, and I look at it. It's we we mentioned it's six point six ABV, and I still don't even feel like it's a six point six. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think I, I. No, you're right. I mean, like I feel like it drinks lighter than that. Even it does. Um, which is is dangerous, so be careful having them. Yes. But, um, yeah, like, this is a West Coast IPA that you could have just dead heat of the summer um, and and enjoy the heck out of it. This would be great after a ball game, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, like, it. Yeah. it is. It kind of straddles that line between, like, a, a West Coast IPA and a lager. Like, it, it really kind of does in the sense that it's very – Refreshing, easy drinking, like dare I say, crushable. I, I was going to use a differentable. Yeah, but I would take crushable. But it's also going to say approachable. Mm, I think it's a, a very approachable yes. kind of West Coast IPA, um, especially if you're transitioning from like a like a traditional kind of like lager style. Yeah, um, and you want to get introduced maybe into like the IPA world. Is this this is really nice? Like it's very approachable as a West Coast IPA. Definitely, because the you know this is the modern West Coast IPA, the traditional West Coast IPA, probably the exact opposite is approachable. Right, yeah. like that's yeah. if yeah. you're yeah. getting into craft beer, that's not the first. You're thing not you starting with, right. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, can wise, oh, good grief! Um, this is just one of those things where there's a big wave of water coming through here, and I believe the um, people that are on the surfboard are going to get screwed because um, that tsunami, if you will, is going to get them good. So that it's interesting what what might be on that surfboard. No. <laughs> do you think it's not actually people? Do you think it might be a dog, like a stray dog? Could be. But what's the other thing there? It's a. It's a like a life jacket on the stray dog. Sure. It's kind of like howling a little bit. I'd be howling too if I'm going to get <laughs> the tail. The by tail's on the left side. The, the mouth is open on the right side. It's yeah, that's one thousand percent a dog. Oh yeah, I know I'm getting. <laughs> Oh, the like life, a, the what, life jacket was throwing me off. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out what the it's life like jacket was. It's like one of those Rorschach, uh, you know. Uh, no, plot. no, it's not. You're giving plot, him too plot. much credit. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank goodness I got benefits. I should probably get my eyes checked. Yeah, uh, I think you need glasses. <laughs> yeah, we got to update our poster if that's the case. I uh, <laughs> think we should probably update it anyway. But that's, that's can, you think we should update the graphic? Well, I mean, the picture that we used for it's for me from like five years ago. Yeah, it was the best version we had. 
Was a I great day. You, I got married that day. I think you look pretty slick. <laughs> yeah, I think you oh, look all you. right. Thank you. I mean, comparatively, <laughs> it's gone downhill since then. So yeah, <laughs> comparatively, some of the other iterations that we had of that. I mean, at least we got teeth and fingers. So full, full limbs, right? <laughs> I think Chris looked great without a arm. If <laughs> <One> you <laughs> if you think that we should upgrade our uh, craft beer connoisseur logo, um, send us a DM. Let us know. Or if you're happy with it, also let us I'm know. I'm sending it right now. There you go. Let <laughs> us know. Slide in the DMs and, and uh, give us some information on what you think. Top five flavor profiles. Brett, why don't you take this away? Yes. Uh, number one, light. So maybe we preface them saying, I believe oh, Cruz yes. has made these up. Uh, not made them up. These are his opinions. <laughs> Cruz has just put five random things in there to see if we can figure it out. Right. So Cruz put number one. Yes. Cruz has put number one through five just because of the low amount of chickens. Um, Cruz has kind of developed them for ourselves. Yes. To kind of decipher throughout. So number one is light. Yeah. yeah we agree yeah. with producer Cruz. Yeah. This is going to be very contentious because we still have a Uh-oh. little bit of the episode to get Uh-oh. through if we disagree with them. So yes, number one is light. Number two, dry. No. They did say about a dry, snappy finish. Yeah, I don't think it's as dry. I don't think this is no. dry. Um, no. I think there's a snappy finish to it, though, but I don't think it's dry. The shagging wagon was dry. Yeah. Mm, yes. Like, I, I'm i quite content of yeah. having a sip of this and letting it sit, and I, I could slow sip this one for an hour and be cool. Number three, crushable. We talked about that, yeah. I, crushable, approachable. You can have it in an hour and a half, or you can have it in 15 let's minutes. It, let's, yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty close to crushable. Yeah. yeah. Number four, dank. I don't no. think so, like... Uh, I would say that the, you know, kind of going back to the shagging wagon, that was probably more dank than that. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. You know. mm. I think, I don't want to say that it's like fruitiness, but I, I do feel like it it does lend itself to a little bit more of that fruitiness than, than it is dank. Okay. Yeah. And number five, pine. I You know what? I would keep pine off the list. Um the only reason why is because it's not a traditional West Coast IPA, and it's not as piney as I thought it. Like it, it you would have thought it probably was going to be. Yeah, it's there, but it's not in yeah. your face. Yeah. No, no, that's fair enough. Uh, Producer Cruz, I was thinking like sweet, crisp. What do you think uh, of those? Yeah, I mean crisp, a little bit more so. Um, sweet, I don't know. I, I think it's very crisp. I'd yeah. say that. I'd yeah. Top five. I think we need some sort of you know kind of fruit type thing in it, right? Um, I'm getting the stone fruit piece out of it. That's what I was thinking. And I, I, I want to say like almost not necessarily um, like a peach, but like nectarine. Yeah, nectarine. I think so. Okay. I think I would have to go with that. Right. Yeah. So uh, in terms of uh, untapped users. Yeah, we've got a couple. So let's uh, reach out to them and see what we got. Um, Brett, why don't you go ahead and, and uh, um, do that? The first one? Yeah. So the first one comes from Dave M and his handle is D. On okay. March 24th, said, another delicious non-hazer. Starting to really like these from these guys. Very nice. And give it a 4.5 out of 5. Good. And Chris, I think you got the second one, right? I do. So this one comes from uh, Brad L. Uh, and Brad's handle is BassHeaven667. Uh, his profile picture is playing a bass guitar. So, oh, nice. uh, so he had this on March 20th, 2023. And he said, fantastic. And first check-in for this. So he was the first one to check this beer in on Untapped. Um, I love that. Love the first check Yeah, it's pretty cool. He said, watch out for a stray dog slash panda beer. So I'm not sure what uh, Brad means by that, but okay. I never had a panda beer. Also, uh, he gave it a four out of five. Thank you. I've had a four out of five. five, Uh, Not a a panda beer. So, Chris, what do you give this beer? Yeah, what are you going to snare with a big fella? Yeah, so I'm going to give this the same rating as the Shaggin' Wagon and give it a 4.25. Um, but this is quite different than the Shaggin' Wagon, but kind of we end up in the same place. We take a different journey, but end up at the same destination. Same That's beautiful. A, same, different route, same yes, destination. There you go. Um, which is funny because I'm taking a different route, but also ending up at the same destination as you. I'm also going to give it a 4.25. What was the different route? <laughs> uh, I veered left when I should have veered right. Ah, there you go. Um, you know what? I'm uh, I'm going to go with the consensus with this one uh, for the most part. I'm going to go with a 4.25 as well. I think this is really well done. Um, and I do like the um, the comparison you made with the stouts. 
Yeah. I think I think that lends itself really nice to this, and I, I hope people at home can uh, understand that as well. Producer Cruz is going to give it a 3.5, so a little bit lower. Um, that's okay. We uh, won't hold that against them. Or maybe we will. Maybe we will. Uh, so that's going to give us an overall team score for untapped of 4.0625, which we will round down to 4.0. And that concludes the review of Stray Dog and the beers that were provided for today's episode. And Britt, how are we going to round out the episode, bud? We're going to discuss dogs. Woof, woof. So, figured, of course, with the dog being the name of Stray Dog, it only makes and sense. And also the image on the can. Yes. <laughs> uh, I have kind of been uh, torn apart offline in terms of the dog <laughs> being on the can for liquidation. Um, apparently, I am not very good at looking at cans and getting what it is. <laughs> Object identification. But uh, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, I like, you know what you're already. Abstractness is great. I love it. Uh, so anyway, of course, with, the, with dog being the name of stray dog, it only makes sense to discuss our experiences with dogs. So kind of, again, round table kind of discussion here. Have we had dogs previously, name, breed, etc.? And then kind of go on from there. So I've had uh, two dogs in my life, because uh, I'm going to start, because, yeah, you know, that's what yeah, I do. Please do. Uh, I had a um, black lab growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, named Midnight, weird name for a dog, but oh, uh, I like that. Make, makes sense yeah. when it's a black. Dog. I like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. That's a cool name. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my brother named it. I can't remember. So I got it when I was six, and I think she passed away when I was like nineteen. I went. To, I was in college when um, she passed away, but she was a very good dog. Didn't like other people by any stretch of imagination. But at that time, I didn't like other people either. So you know what? <laughs> I, 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 I can. I, I have a good feel for that too. Right. Uh, and now I uh, have a chocolate husky lab named Ollie. Uh, the reason why we have a chocolate husky lab is because I wanted a lab. And my d- wife wanted a husky. And as soon as we saw a lab husky on Kijiji, we're like, "Yep, we gotta have that." So we drove all the way to Palmerston. I believe it's pronounced Palmerston. Palmerston. Drove all the way to Palmerston. Yeah. And uh, picked it up. Picked him up, I should say, not it up. Picked him up, and he's a he's a very good boy. Is he fixed? Yes, he is. Picked that up. It yep. works. <laughs> yeah. no, we, uh, the reason why we got him fixed is because we sent him to doggy daycare, and he was doing this thing called humping. A lot. I believe they call it the shagging wagon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. And they were like, uh, if you want to bring him back here, you got to yeah, get him fixed. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Day. What was going on is that he was uh, making the rounds <laughs> in terms of. Uh, any dog that was at uh, daycare, and uh, we had to uh, fix him, or they would not have him back. So we have fixed him, and now they have him back all the time. Well, that's good. He doesn't discriminate. No, yeah. no, no. Does not discriminate. Indeed, <laughs> that's for sure. I can't say. I was going to say after what you said, because what I said after you said, then it would be very, very, very confusing. <laughs> so I'll save it for another time. <laughs> all right. But that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Producer Cruz uh, had a purebred Sheltie named Scotty. Uh, no, did he know? Well, or does Scotty? I think he Scotty does not know. Bit, Scotty did not know. But no. uh, his parents had got him before he was born, and then uh, he passed away, unfortunately, when he was in grade six. So they had a dog before you. Hmm. No priorities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they always say you should probably <laughs> trial run. They always say you should probably get a dog first when you're with a significant other to see if you can, quote unquote, parent something before having an actual child brought into this world. So they didn't learn anything from the lessons of the dog. <laughs> or the dog was so good, they're like, you know, we can bring a human into the world. Yeah. And that they did. That they did. He's literally right there. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he's, he's sitting right beside us. Chris, do you want to go or do you want me to go? So I have, I guess. Okay, you go? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll Next go. race with the question. <laughs> well, you gave it to me, so I just No, I said, I do go. you want to go or do you want me to go? Well, I will go. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I was, that was like me answering by just going. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. Uh, so I suppose I've had a dog. It wasn't necessarily mine. Uh, I guess it was our, our family dog when I, I don't know, grade 10, I think maybe we got it. Uh, and her name was Rachel, and she I have no clue what breed she was, so don't ask me. Um, and she just recently passed away in October of 2022. So uh, she was about 17 years old. You know, when I think of Rachel, I don't think of a dog name. <laughs> Nothing has to be a dog's name. Hey. Personally. <laughs> Not my choice. I know. That's, <laughs> that's a very unique dog name. She was a rescue dog from Hurricane Katrina, in oh, fact. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Tyler? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, we've had 
three, I guess, kind of like family dogs. Uh, first one is Star. Jack Russell. Purebred Jack Russell. Very docile. Very very not the way you'd think. Um, it was Ryan, Amanda, Tyler, Sager was the last name. Flip, R-E-T-S, Rats, Backwards, Star. Boom. You got a name for dog. Clever. Uh, then we had two other family dogs because uh, my brother um, entered relationships and uh, couldn't keep those relationships. And ergo could not keep the dogs. Uh, so they came and became part of the family. So we also had uh, After Star, Angel. And then we had uh, Angel was also a Jack Russell. And then Simba, who was a Jack Russell pug mix. And had the biggest underbite I've ever seen on a dog. Uh, my entire life. <laughs> it was I can't pretty confirm funny. that kid is very yeah. accurate. Yes. So, like, you just want to like, grab that whole like under jaw and just like snap it back, you know? <laughs> but never did. Uh, but yeah, so um, Star, Angel, and Simba. Star was the best one, the OG, and lived to like 16 years. It was a uh, great mm-hmm. dog. Yeah. Yes. So, what do we like about them or dislike? So, for example, I will go first because I'm a big fan yeah. of dogs. Yeah. I do like dogs. Um, I think it's more so just to have, um, again, companionship, right? Somebody that You're you married, can... right? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, but, see, my dog doesn't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, okay. Oh, just, she's well aware uh, of that. Don't worry. She understands the aspect of that. Um, but anyway, so I enjoy um, casually taking the dog out for a walk. A uh, little beer in my Yeti glass, or my Yeti holder, I should say, and just, you know, having a boys' time, right? With boys, right? Sitting on the back deck watching Jay's game on a Sunday afternoon with my dog in my lap, even though my dog's 75 pounds. Bro's just doing bro things. Bro's just be doing bro things, right? Cool. Uh, I do dislike picking up dog poop, but yep. you know, <laughs> it does come with the territory. I don't like changing diapers either, but I also do that with my own child, so... Just again, but eventually, your child grows out of diapers. Hey, dog, ninety-five percent there. Uh, dog, no, no, never. No, You'll no, never. always pick up their poop. Yeah. I've tried to potty train my dog on a toilet, just not, no. not gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I've also tried to train him to get me a beer, also not going so well. Okay. Fair enough. He's, he's almost six now, so ship at this, sailed. At this point, ship sailed. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Uh, Cruise. Producer Cruz. Yep. Also, big fan of companionship and unconditional love. Dislike, that is so dumb. <laughs> but dislikes the time commitment. So it's difficult when his uh, fiance and him are away because, you know, there's a lot to look after, right? Got to take it to the kennel, yeah. all that fun uh, stuff. Daycare. Maybe have, like, uh, I don't know, in-laws or uh, parents that would also take care of it. Uh, maybe have a nice big backyard, just let it run around. Uh, there's many yeah. ways of, of doing it. But sure. uh, I understand, you know, when you have uh, life gets busy and you have a lot of things to do. Uh, if you're going away on vacation, it's tough to find people to take take your dog for a week or leave it in a kennel for a week, et cetera. So I get that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Chris? So I'm a bit of a contrarian uh, when it comes to dogs and pets. Uh, so what do I like about them? I'm going to be honest, nothing. Um, and what do I dislike about them? They're gross and animals belong outside. You can't have a dog outside? You can't have a family dog that just lives outside? Like on a farm or something? I mean, sure, but what's the point of that? Say that you own a dog, and when you go outside, you can have unconditional love and companionship. <laughs> I have that in my wife and my daughter. Aw, that's so different than what we heard from Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also do have that too, but... Is that what you said? Um, so what do I like about dogs? Yeah, I just... It, it's nice to have something nearby and, and something you can kind of like force yourself to be active with as well. Like, you know, I got to take the dog for a walk so you can get out and actually take the dog for a walk and it kind of gives you some of that. Um, and, I mean, it, it's it's nice to cuddle up with a pet from, from time to time, you know? I'm looking at Chris and he's like, nah, not at all. Uh, no, nope, you, you, you and Rachel never cuddle? I am not interested in having dog hair all over my clothes. All right. <laughs> yeah, fair fair enough. You could get one that, you know, doesn't <laughs> shed. Yeah. But yeah. That's cool. They do have non-shedding yeah. dogs. But then they have like a wet nose and a wet tongue. It's just gross. But Half the mu- girls that Brett dated had wet tongues and wet noses. What are you talking about? Well, that's Some- a Brett problem. <laughs> Brett, what's the last yeah, one? Yeah, no bud? companionship there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not yeah. unconditional love. <laughs> no, oh, God, no. Anyway, uh, plans for the future in terms of dogs. 
Um, I mean, obviously, I like the dog that I have right now. I should say I love the dog that I have right now. <laughs> Tolerate um, it. But, you know, eventually, obviously, dogs do pass away. Uh, I think the next one, eventually, long term, I probably get a smaller one. Um, one that uh, my daughter, when she's grows up, come to injure, that she can take care of as well. That yeah. doesn't, you know, oversize her by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Um, There's a yeah. lot of lessons that can be taught. There. Exactly, right? Yeah. A lot, it's lot good of parenting. Exactly. So, uh, but right now, I'm very, very much content. And I will keep it like that. Very good. Uh, producer Cruz. Yeah, not at this time. Uh, again, not home enough to properly uh, care for dog. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Producer Cruz does work a lot. Uh, I don't even know how he made it here today, for God's sakes. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know what? He will vent- eventually get one, I'm thinking. Same kind of things, you know, with we'll pa- lessons and parenting and everything else like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any plans for a dog in the future. Who could have thought? Tyler? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to buy you a dog for Christmas. I will take it to wherever you take dogs that you don't want. There you go. Uh, Your house. (laughs) (laughs) Producer Cruz. Um, (laughs) For myself, uh, yeah, there's a dog in the future, I I would hope. Um, Again, I need property. I need some land. I don't want to have a bigger dog or any kind of dog really in, in my smaller apartment um but yeah i mean we already kind of got the dog breed kind of figured out and a nice hungarian oh, name too almost yeah we do hungarian vishla and uh name it martin nice it's kind of the idea it's uh, it's a velcro dog i want something that can you know wants to be around me uh because a lot of things don't and a lot of people don't so it'd be nice to have a dog that wants to hang out i will say um that it is very important when you're in a relationship that you know have agreement on you know dogs and pets and that sort of thing because sometimes people want different things so i will say i'm very lucky to have found a wife that dislikes animals as much as me what did you do wrong before coming here because you've been sucking up so hard (laughs) so hard no i'm just saying like if i didn't like dogs and the person i was with really loved them I would probably lose. So this has be been Meryl. So, Mar- so what we're saying here Mar- is Minute with Chris. for your wife will cut this episode off at around 41 minutes. <laughs> Mar- Marital Advice uh, Minute with Chris here. It says, hey, you there know you what? Go. Any decision you make, make sure that you're uh, you know, on the same page with your, your significant other. DM me for advice. All right. We'll give you right back with our farewell. All right, that's all for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite breed of dog. So from all of us and Producer Cruz, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.